Hello, everybody. Welcome yes. to the new summer update of Best of Five. Uh, unfortunately, for those of you that are listening, you will not notice much of a difference. I do apologize. However, if you're here with us on the Twitch, let me just run you through what we have now. First, these over here are all the topics we're going to be talking today. And you can follow along with the show by watching this overlay because it, it's going to change throughout the show. And all the way down there is a ticker with information that is running in real time. So we are now that much closer to becoming a sports center. So congratulations to Best of Five for becoming sports center. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, just someone, someone throw things at me if I start referring to Justin Wong as a very dear friend of mine. <laughs> I laughed. Uh, so welcome to the new Best of Five show. <laughs> well, anyway, my name is Elon. Uh, you can follow me at ILAN121 on the Twitters. And this is Steve, the main squeeze, at Ace King Offsuit Jurek. You can follow him at Ace King Offsuit Jurek. We're going to give you guys a show today. We just saw the Street Fighter Five summer update. That's cool and all. And first of all, actually, before we even get started, thank you, Capcom, for doing the summer update right before our show. I'm not too much of a fan that it went a little bit over, but that's okay. You know, we'll take the wins when we can get them, because now we get to talk about it during the show. We're the first people talking about the summer update. You heard it here first. Before it, it, We're not counting all the people on Twitter or no. all the people who live stream. No, they, they don't, don't count. count. This is where it starts. We and count. as far as you're concerned... This is where it ends. Yes. We are the definitive take. Yes. The definitive take. Yeah. Because we are Sports Center. We have a ticker. We have that a means ticker. everything. You see that North America 1175 entrance? Huh? Nobody else has a ticker. Anyway, let's get to our first topic. Boom. The weekend recap. Steve, I think it's time you hit us with the weekend recap, is it not? It is. Uh we had a couple of big events take place this past weekend. Uh, CPT in action once again, this time in a, a little bit specific part of Europe. Uh, this was only open for to France, Spain, and Portugal. You wouldn't be able to tell uh, that Portugal was involved if you looked at the top eight. Uh, you could barely tell that that Spain was involved. Involved, excuse me. France taking seven of the top eight spots. Uh, the most important spot as far as Capcom Cup qualification is concerned went to Mr. Crimson. 3-2 and 3-2 coming back from the loser's bracket over Luffy to punch his ticket to Capcom Cup. Tough, tough break for Luffy, but he will have another chance later this season. Vega Patch doing well to carry the flag for Spain, finishing third, kills you rounding out the top four. We also had a, uh, and I wish Sharpie was able to pop in for this because we had the summer blockbuster for the Skullgirls Championship Series. Uh, the series that Sharpie is involved in a lot of great action to be had there. Uh, Sonic Fox, your winner in the summer blockbuster, fell a little short in the spring uh, spring event, but this time around gets the job done. Holds off triviality in the grand final. Uh, toughest challenge, though, was to kill Sage. Uh, to kill Sage made it, uh, it... That went to the final game in winner's final. Uh, it was... 3-2 to Sonic Fox there. He only dropped two other games the entire tournament. Or, they did. Excuse me. I, I apologize. Uh, they only dropped two games the entire tournament. Wow. Uh, two other games, I should say. So, very strong performance from Sonic Fox. To Kill Sage and PME rounding out the top four. Cloud finishing tied for fifth, but that is good enough to maintain his spot atop uh, the championship series leaderboard for now. So that is all that took place this week. The big story, though, 
Mm-hmm. Yes. What's the big story, Steve? For next week, as you see down below, perfectly timed on the ticker, uh, Evo is this coming week, week one of two. Uh, you have, if you're looking for Guilty Gear Strive, you'll see Latin America and European action uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter V will uh, feature Europe and North America. You see the full list of games down below. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have not announced a stream schedule yet for uh, Friday for week one or for week two. And I am wondering if those are going to be officially streamed. Uh, I'm still working on getting information from that. But you can follow me on Twitter, uh, juke.gg as well, for the full schedule once it is confirmed for sure steve thank you for the recap as always always good to have a weekend recap or maybe we should call it a weekly recap anyway that's stuff that we'll talk about in future behind closed doors but speaking of closed doors doors were open today via the capcom overlords as they gave us their summer update Hey, you like that? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> New look. Same swear jar. Yep. <laughs> uh, so we literally just finished watching the Street Fighter V summer update. And Steve, it was a little wacky. In a good way. It was a lot wacky. Yep. There was a lot to take in. Sure. So let's start from the top. First of all, even before the... The update happened. We saw that the summer update was exclusive to Twitch, which is something we have not seen in a couple of years because uh, Capcom was streaming on YouTube and on Facebook for the past couple of years. But before that, they were Twitch exclusive, and now they are Twitch exclusive again. Or are they? We don't know. We just know that this event specifically happened. And... Steve, we talked about uh, a little bit about this, but I kind of liked it when it was just a developer update instead of like a Twitch gaming show. No disrespect to Tasty Steve. No disrespect to Vicious. I love both of those guys. They're amazing people. But I feel like that was a 45-minute show that took an hour and a half. It, You know, there was... You got to keep in mind that this isn't especially this time around, it wasn't just for Street Fighter fans. They had a couple things, a couple mm-hmm. other things to announce, uh, namely we'll an we'll audience for another game, which we'll get to. Smash Brothers. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, so you gotta, you know, it, it. if it was just for us, yeah, I would expect more of a boom, 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 here you go, here you go. Thank you. Goodbye. Um, because you have that other audience, you kind of needed someone to sort of explain, I guess, why this was, you know, what you saw was so cool or so good. Um, so I, I'm fine with it. Um, I do wish it was a little shorter so that we could, you know, start on time. And not yep. have to compete with them. That's just personal, though. But I, it, it didn't bother me as much as it might have bothered some other people. Yeah, I, I think it was just one of those things where I just saw the thing. I didn't need a recap of it. But maybe that's just me. You know, maybe my brain works differently, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, I'm also not saying it was a bad show at all. I think Tasty Steve and Vicious did an amazing job hyping everybody up. You know, Steve is the best at making people make noise. He, he asks, and the people giveth. Uh, and all the announcements were also pretty amazing. So let's get into those first. We're going to get into the best one first and then we'll work from there. Uh, family man is now a Twitch emote. And as you could guess, after family man became a Twitch emote, both Kyle and Cammy are now in Fortnite. And I have to say... This is the most British, the most English that Cammy has ever looked. Can we, 
See, you're looking at Cammy. I can't take my eyes off of the mutton chops that oh, yeah, Kyle has started. It, it, it's not even the scruff. It's just the shape of the scruff. <laughs> it looks like uh, it looks like he's wearing double V's on his cheek, like someone just oh, painted. I need to fix that. Uh, well, I mean, he is in Street Fighter V. And speaking of V, somebody who doesn't have a V in their name is named Kwanzai, and they've resubscribed for 44 months now. That's a ton of time. Thank you, Kwanzai, for the big resub. Uh, what? There's. Go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, Blue corrected me in chat. Uh, when I was looking at the bracket, I was looking at just the winner side. Um, I thought it was the grand final, uh, mm. but Subatomic Sabers and Wasi Was are at, are actually in grand final right now. Wasi Was just reset the bracket, so um, cool. So Don't go I watch that now. Stay here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> record that. Put the DVR. watch us now. Put yeah, set the that, set the VCR to record. All right. <laughs> I, I said DVR, but I wanted to do the VCR joke. All right. Anyway, let's go back to make this. sure you don't set up uh, ELP mm -hmm. so that you don't have to deal with tracking issues. Yep, and always pro rem tip. and remember to rewind the tape, or else you're screwed. All right, that's that's how you got to be kind. Yep, and <laughs> let's rewind to this <laughs> graphic real quick. Uh, there's a lot of interesting details here. First. Cammy's wearing pants. Finally. It's about time. Second. Everybody notice Guile has handcuffs? Guile has handcuffs. When's the last time Guile's had, Guile had handcuffs in his costume? In his costume, I can tell you that the answer is never. But the last time Guile had handcuffs was in Street Fighter 2. Because of the handcuff glitch. So big ups to whoever's designing these characters, giving such ridiculously meticulous details and very obscure references for everybody involved. So big ups to them. Uh, and I can only hope that the handcuff glitch is back in Fortnite so that Guile can handcuff people. That's my dream. The hair is looking extra crispy, I must say. And by extra crispy, I it looks like some McDonald's fries straight it, out of the fryer. It is, it is French fry hair, and it's crazy <laughs> it's, because we all it's we like all in bricks. Yeah, we all complained about Ken French fry hair, but I think this French fry hair takes the French fry cake. It does. It actually, now that you mentioned it, it looks like fondant. It looks mm -hmm. like cake meant to look as French fries. Yeah, very true. Very true. So that was a big announcement. So now, alongside Ryu and Chun-Li, Kami and Guile can now smile in Fortnite and shoot people. Uh, and I don't know if you noticed, but when they were showing off... We unfortunately don't have the clip, but when they were showing off some of these characters, they uh, have Guile doing the somersault. Like, he has a flash kick. It's pretty cool. And Kami has her spiral cannon. And they did this in an area that looked exactly like the uh, Street Fighter II uh, airport stage with the battle bus in the background. It was pretty neat. Pretty cool. Which is one of the best stages of all time. Absolutely. Uh, agreed. At least 100%. in the 2D category. Yes. For sure. Now, let's get into the next tier well, actually, we're going down. I said we're starting with most exciting first. So this is the second tier of excitement. Uh, they announced the big characters. Uh, Oro and Akira. Akira, whatever you want to call her. I don't know. Bam! Available August 16th. And here's all the content in the premium pass. It's interesting how Akira has five costumes. Oro only has three. I feel like he got a little bit. Well, yeah, uh, the, this is the, this is the, big. The lack of a summer costume makes me so sad. For Oro, see yeah, how I sad agree. I am. Wait, wait, see, hold on. See. This is how sad I am. I was trying to be sad, but I keep wanting to smile. I am funny. devastated. Uh, no, but I agree. Uh, oh, did Oro get a summer costume? Hold up. No, 
He has a story costume and a battle costume. Who said that? Blue, get out and of then, here. And then he's got the tracksuit costume. Does have which everybody's suit. got the tracksuit costume uh, that you saw in uh, the Intel World Open, the Olympic-flavored uh, costumes there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see Oro in a banana hammock. Uh, and unfortunately, well, I mean, you don't get that. I mean, there was uh, there were a couple frames where you could actually see Oro banana mm-hmm. uh, back in thirds. Yeah. All right. Well, getting away from the bananas, uh, let's talk about what we did see because they broke down a lot of uh, the information for both of these characters. So Oro. Of course, his V system, his number or V skill one is the o- Onibi, which is the, uh, it's basically like the Dawson ball, except it's a V skill. It looks pretty neat. It's, uh, I think it was a super in third strike, if I'm not mistaken. Please correct me if I'm wrong, because I sound like an asshole if I'm wrong. Sorry, Steve. Uh, and it looks almost exactly like Dawson's fireball two minus the gravity. So that's interesting. Uh, V skill two is like a weird dash cancel. So that looks cool. Uh, look forward to that. V trigger one gives them command grabs. V trigger two gives them the Tengu stones. So, and it looks like you can combo into the grabs too. Yep. Combos are grabbable. Much like every other like uh, V skill or V trigger command throw. You can combo into them. And it looks like you do a lot of damage with them too. It's pretty wacky. Uh, the crazy thing about Oro is how it looks like his, he plays almost exactly like Third Strike. Like, he he just looks like he is doing the same things he would do in Third Strike, where you would try to, I'm saying this sentence to fill in air because I am pulling something up. Uh, it looks almost exactly like, um... Uh, third strike where you would jump, use his wacky double jump to bait anti airs, and then punish the baited anti airs. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. It does look pretty cool. Uh, we actually have some footage of it right here that I was not pulling up just now. Anyway, here it is. You had that good to go. Yeah. See, here's his uh, V trigger or uh, V skill rather. Uh, let's go ahead and skip to some match footage, shall we? Because they also showed us some match footage there it is this is actual and you know what it's funny when we watch this during the summer update you can tell that the people playing actually know how to play it's not like you know two people or two developers who made the game are you know just mashing buttons like this is an actual like pretty high level uh battle going on look at all this shenanigans huh i like of course, how the, you know I, I like how the ticker just covers exactly their feet it's pretty neat. I enjoyed that. And there you go. And it moves fast. Like, all the stuff there moved really fast. So, uh, if you want to go look at some wacky Oro stuff, please go look at some wacky Oro stuff in the Capcom uh, Fighters YouTube. I'm sure they have uh, all this stuff uploaded at this point. Any thoughts on Oro, Steve? Oro, I'm not sure what to think. Um, he looks like, honestly, he looks like he could be middle of the road, honestly. It, it just feels like he's going to catch some people out um, at first, but it's going, I, I don't necessarily think he's he's going to be super strong once once things settle in. Now, I could absolutely be wrong about that. And I hope I am, honestly, because he looks pretty cool to watch. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just have that feeling. Well, we can find out in two weeks, right? Two weeks? Two weeks. Uh, I think the character looks pretty cool. I think he's got a lot of really cool twos, tools, and it feels like fun stuff is allowed again in the world of Street Fighter, right? Uh, I mean, that it still remains to be seen, right? But there's a lot of really cool combo extensions uh, and a lot of really cool things you might be able to do with that uh, that V-Skill 1. Uh, the Tengu stones look like just crazy combo extenders that look really fun. So 
We'll see when he comes out. Now, the other thing that happened, the other thing they showed off was Akira. Where they showed off all of her V-triggers and V-skills. So her... Now, I ran into an ad while I was watching and I got pissed. So I had to watch an ad. So I think I missed her V-skill too. But her V-skill 1 essentially is just a special moves enhancer. Uh, I think her V-skill 2 is the... The air burst is what it's called, uh, where like they do the rival schools, uh, shoot up into the sky, thing. Uh, yeah, V skill two is the launcher. Thank you, Rio Ayanami. Got it. Uh, that that's the one that you know I I've said before that what I really like is that you know especially the later seasons the staff has just been more willing to go a little wacky with the characters mm -hmm. and, you know, giving her that air rush, you know, she's got air combos. Now it, it just, I, I love to see it. You know, it looks, the rest of her tools actually look pretty good too. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I think she's going to end up pretty strong. I, yeah. I really, really do. For sure. And it's interesting because I think we're getting into a pattern with all these uh, V skills and V triggers, right? Where, much like Rose, you have one V skill that was the buff or the nerf or, or the debuff, rather. Uh, uh, that was one of her V skills. And then the other one was a soul satellite. In this one, one is a buff to her specials, and the other one is the airburst. So. Uh, I think this is, uh, there's a very interesting pattern developing here, and it's both, uh, and it's with how you play the character, and I think it's more evident in these later seasons, like you were saying, Steve, like, they're really, like, getting their own identity. It's like, oh, you play a character this way with this V-Skill, and you play a character this way with this V-Skill. Not like, oh, you play a character this way, and this V-Skill is better, right? And I think that's kind of what they were aiming for in the past, but they never quite got there. I think they're doing a much better job of this now. Let's talk about her V-Triggers, if you would. Uh, V-Trigger 1, is, she calls Daigo. Umehara. Very reminiscent to... Uh, um, to... Uh, uh, Armika. Sorry, I'm, I, I just updated some info. By the way, uh, update on the DBFC tournament... Wasi Was actually ran it all the way back. So, breaking news. Premature, yeah. Premature congratulations there. Uh, congratulations to Wasi Was for winning that 1,100 plus person tournament. Hell yeah. Good job to Wasi Was. And good commentators, Curse Steve. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's talk about Daigo. Uh, so, she calls Daigo her brother, and he shows up. Oh, apparently she is punishable, but Daigo can still hit. Daigo can still hit you, though. So the second hit uh, happens whether she gets hit or not. That's pretty interesting. Uh, you can get some yeah. wacky Oki off of it. Oh, yeah, and she's got those weird spin kicks. It reminds me of, like, Ibuki spin kicks. But look at this shenanigans, huh? It's got a couple different variations of those kicks, too. So Yeah. Uh... Now, let's talk about her V-Trigger 2, which uh, I almost missed. Uh, so, this V-Trigger 2, it kind of reminds me of Ganajin, but I think it's slightly different. Right? I think it reminds me of Ganajin just because you got the afterimage shenanigans, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Kazuma's pronounced Umehara. Yes, exactly. Uh, this is what her new V-Trigger 2 looks like. And by new, I mean her V-Trigger 2. Uh, and activating it will put her in a unique stance. And each follow-up has a unique attribute. You can use it to inflict damage. This looks it, really interesting. Like, it's like a stance cancel. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the, the, they both had sort of Ganajin-esque uh, moves. Because Oro had the objects that mm -hmm. effectively were, you know, they were very similar. And you had the, the option of doing either three or five items, uh, depending on whether you press down or not. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, it's like a combo. This is the combo extension V trigger. The other one is the utility V trigger. Although I guess with with Oro, I guess both of them are combo extenders depending on how you use them. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and then of course we got to see a little bit of the high level play. So this is what it looks like. Also, I'm gonna turn this up just because the the soundtrack is amazing. Hmm. There's that cap jam band, which we're gonna talk about in just a sec. Look at that damage. Even for a V trigger cancel, that's some pretty decent damage. Oh, there's Daigo. So one thing the developers did note is that she is a very beginner-friendly character because her moves are very straightforward. Oh, and here's the Rival Schools theme. Boom! Yeah, we're not gonna watch another one. I'm sorry, guys. We don't have enough time to watch uh, all the high-level play. Although I really want to. I am gonna watch that again after a little while. Uh, but yeah. So there is Akira. And again, the big surprise of the show was that she is coming out along with Oro on the 16th. So that's going to be tons of fun. Uh, the 16th is going to be a big day for Street Fighter V. Yeah. Just like they it also, says on the ticker. Yeah. Huh? They they also uh, said that they were going to uh, release some more content on that day, including an update to tournament mode. Right. Yeah, so new tournament mode they announced is probably... Uh, I think the big thing they said is that it's going to be easier to use. I've never used it myself, so I don't know what the differences are, but it looks neat. I wonder if uh, once that hits, you'll see any sort of push to run online tournaments through that as opposed to so through something like Smash GG or yeah, something I'd, along those lines. At least, at least for Capcom tournaments. Right. I'd be curious to see like what the limits of it are. Like, if there's like a 100-man bracket or a 128-man bracket, do you think they can run it off of that? I'd be impressed if they did. Uh, but yeah, so new tournament modes coming out. One thing I really enjoyed about the summer update is that they... I, I love that they keep showing like peaks behind the curtains of certain departments with every one of these updates, right? Like, for example, last time they showed us the, mo uh, the mocap stuff they were doing for Rose. This time they showed us the music side, like, or the audio side, rather, along with the new audio director. And some, like, most of the stuff they were doing was super, super cool and super, super impressive. Like, the fact that they do all of their sound, uh, sound effects in-house, or at least most of them, rather. Uh, they showed us a lot of, like, them rubbing and rubbing clothing together and like hitting sticks together to make sound. It was really cool. Uh, and they went in a little bit into detail about how uh, the music is being approached. And what I find amazing, and it's really, I think, what uh, what really has been setting the soundtrack of Street Fighter V apart since this started happening, because it did not start that way, uh, is they're making all the music danceable, right? Like that's how they were approaching it. They have an actual band off of all of the audio department people at Capcom called Cap Jam. And their whole thing is they're redoing a lot of music so that you can dance to it. And it's amazing. On top of that, even, the thing that I think I found the most impressive is when they noticed or when they noted that the, when they record, it's all recorded live. It's not synth. It's not like one person records in a booth one at a time. No, they actually perform it live and then they put it in the game. I think that's amazing. That's pretty cool. Uh, I will say, though, that, like the danceable aspect, pretty much all the Street Fighter Four stuff was danceable. And that was sort of the big knock on it was like it all sounded straight out of a club, like uh, especially like Ken's music. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know if danceable is the reason it just hits a little different this time around. I, I do think they've done a pretty good job with most themes. Um, well, you can tell. Gonna, you can tell. We're going to ignore Jury's theme. We're going to just push that to the side. Well, here's that the thing. Exists. You can tell when this new crew took over, and it was season three. 
that's like the big difference between how the music was where it was like it sounded like it was one person with a synth keyboard in their garage and a guitar maybe to a whole group that like is super passionate about music right and you know what i'm with crimson wander here jury's theme does grow on you after a while like a fungus sure it's uh, just sort of there and you can't get rid of it it's yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you say so. It I has not grown on me. It has not grown <laughs> on me. I'll say that much. I, I, right place, right time. Right place, right time. Fighting game, not right place, right time. Uh, but with all that said, all the new music has been really fantastic. So it's really cool that they got their quote-unquote moment to shine so that we can see a little bit of what they do. And it's super-duper interesting, and I really enjoy that. I hope they do more of that for future updates. Finally... Oh, also something we wanted to... Oh, wait, no, we did mention the Twitch exclusivity thing. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think the whole, like, recording it live thing is... Uh, I think the whole recording it live thing is super, super big. So big ups to them. Uh, and then the big surprise at the end, right? We all knew it was coming because we they've been following this pattern. And I'm saying this one sentence here so that I can fast forward to where the trailer is. And then I'm going to hit play because this is when they're setting it up. Here it is. So. Oh, wait, is he? Okay, now I get it. Okay, so Luke... So, uh, sorry, spoiler alert. The character's name is Luke. There he is. I, I was thinking either Luke Paul or Soigat. Did the... Oh, okay. Let's, let's watch the trailer again. Anyway. Uh, there we go. Uh, I want to put this trailer up again because I want to see more of this. But what I meant is, like, yes, he... Wait, who does he look like, Steve? What did you say? Luke Paul. He looks like either the third Paul brother. <laughs> Seriously, go You're back. Not wrong. <laughs> go back. Go back to the like where he just comes in and frees the frame. Right there. Uh, hold right on, there. I tried. Damn it! Hold on, this is difficult because uh, we don't have this trailer downloaded, of course, because. Uh... It literally aired like two minutes before we were going live. Okay, I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the freeze frame for you, Steve. I missed it. Wait for it. There you go. Like, come on, come on. <laughs> this guy is trying to find some YouTubers to box right now. <laughs> like, as soon as he's done with Ryu, he is calling up KSI. He's calling up. He's calling up the React guys. <laughs> he's gonna call out Ben Askren, get the sloppy seconds. He, he, he's gonna, he's gonna call out like anyone he can find, like like probably like even uh, Ryan. Ryan, the little kid, the little kid that has the toy line. He's Mind like that. five. But you know what? Never mind. And that Never one's mind. gone over my head too, Steve. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. You're not missing much. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness. Can you pull up the picture that Blue put in chat? Please. Uh, can you copy it into the VMix chat? Because I cannot. Yes, I can. Because. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Blue. Blue, the MVP of this stream. Coming through. I'm getting through. a little nervous. You cannot tell me that isn't a coincidence. Or that it is just a coincidence. Wow. Like, look. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Paul. Oh, my God, Steve. <laughs> I can't. I I guess it is. <laughs> Luke Paul, everybody. Watch out. Oh, my God. Ooh. Wow, that's crazy. See, see, it's probably a good thing that we're cutting off at here at season five. Uh, 
Lonzo and LaMelo Ball would probably make the season six roster. Dude, I, I'm down for some LaMelo Ball in Street Fighter Five. Like, no, no. Have, no. Sean. Have him play Sean. Uh, <laughs> like, you can just give him Sean's moveset. There you go. Uh, but make him a little better, please. Uh, just yeah, a little. So, not much. Yeah, just a little. Uh, but yeah, so Luke Paul, I'm gonna. That's whatever. I'm every time we talk about this character, that's what he's called from now on in this show. That's a rule. It's canon. It's that's canon. a rule. It's canon. That's Luke Paul, uh, the third of the Paul brothers. Uh, watch out for his YouTube uh, channel where he inconveniences everybody around him and causes lots of problems. Oh, sorry. I needed to. <laughs> I need to digest Luke Paul a little bit more because that's crazy. Uh, all right, Steve, I think that was about it for the Street Fighter V update. Um, what are your overall thoughts? What do you think about Oro, Akira, Luke Paul? I think, you know, you've got, you've got two pretty good characters, you know, regardless of where they end up in, in the tier list. I think you've got, you've got some entertaining stuff that you can that you're going to be able to get your hands on in the, in the form of Akira and Oro. And uh, Luke's also a thing. Can we just, like, the final character of Street Fighter 4 was Seth, or at least the final boss was. The final character in Street Fighter 5 is Luke. Well, no, the final like, character of Street Fighter 4 was DiCapri. Well, I, I meant the final boss. There, oh. There's just so many plain names. That I don't know, like, like if you saw Seth, you wouldn't necessarily think that's a Seth. Like I, I, I kind of wish they gave him a last name, like Luke, Paul, something other than Paul, because that would be a lawsuit, or like L Paul or something. And then I mean, he doesn't swap, want to be like he doesn't want to swap be like his name with Oro. It'll all, it'll all make sense. He doesn't want to be like M. Bison, so give him L. Paul. Uh, M. Bison in Japan is Balrog. There you go. Get, put that one together. Luke Fox. Who's Luke? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Lucius Fox, who's Batman's uh, tech guy. I, I, I think that's uh, a Steve Fox reference. Steve Fox. I like that. He did. You know what? That, that, that That's you, pretty your good. Your mind kind of went there. Your mind kind of went there when that's you first pretty saw pretty good. That is pretty good. We have other things to talk about tonight. Uh, Luke Paul is forever ingrained time. in my brain. That's it. I'm That's sorry. It. I'm sorry. That's it. But all right, Steve, I think so. Along with the new Street Fighter V update, along with the new Best of Five Summer update, we've decided to bring something back from the past. Just like Street Fighter V brought back Akira and Oro. And Steve, you know what time it is? I think it's time to make a decision. Are you going to block or grab? We're going to go to block grab. Okay, that was supposed I to forgot. have more audio, but I forgot to do this thing. I forgot how quiet that was. Okay, That wait. was why we did the sound effects. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here you go. There we go. All right, welcome to Block Grab, the show that the segment that somehow never dies. Now we've re <laughs> sorry <laughs> we've reworked uh, Block Grab. So here's how this is gonna work for everybody. Uh, from now on, every time we watch trailers, any new trailer out there, we're blocking and grabbing it. Anything new, we're blocking and grabbing it. So let's go ahead and start with the new trailers of this week. And again, it's a shame that Sharpie's not here because we're going to start with the first one. Umbrella. Finally, some real action. Oh, there you go. Obviously, yeah, obviously not a ton there. Uh, just a little peek at uh, okay. an early form of Umbrella. Um, I thought this was a trailer, so I'm going to block. <laughs> I genuinely thought this was a trailer. Here, here's the thing. Have you ever seen uh, 
that Skullgirls comic where Umbrella and Parasol are out and Umbrella's eating ice cream? Nope. Well, there's this comic where Parasol's eating ice cream. Like, mm-hmm. I eat ice cream. I only eat ice cream when I'm sad. And Parasol says, "Where you? Well, you eat ice cream every day." And then it just comes back to Parasol or to Umbrella. Just kind of mm-hmm. gazing off into the distance. Her eating ice cream makes me think she's sad, and I don't like sad. Sad. I don't like seeing her sad. I want to just give her a big hug and let her know it's okay. Uh, so I'm gonna block. I'm grabbing the character, but uh, blocking. I'm sadness. blocking sad umbrella. Okay. I'm blocking the sadness. Blocking the sadness. All right, chat. I'm gonna take a poll from you guys right now. Hit me with it. Spam block or spam grab? What do you guys think of that trailer? Well, I'm going to sit here and we're going to wait until I see at least three blocks or grabs. Go. You can, and you can hit us up with the emote, BOV block or BOV grab. If you are a subscriber, which if you're not a subscriber, you know, it'd be cool if you were a subscriber. You know, hey, if, we're, you, we're, we're... If, you, if you have Amazon Prime... And you dislike the overlords at Amazon. Why don't you go ahead and use that free sub on here? Because you're going to forget about it. And then it's just money wasted. All right. So might as well just use it here because you're going to forget about it. There we go. We, well, we got two. We got to wait for one more blocker grab. Uh, Blue says, says grab. Oh, HK Solonero says grab. And Kwanzai says block because she hurts quickly. So there you go. Oh, double Sorry. grabs on the chat. Double blocks. We got another grab from that mean scene. Thank you, everybody, for playing block grab with us. Now, that's only the first trailer, Steve. You ready for this you next trailer? I am ready for this, I think. Okay. Depending oh, on which one this is. Oh, it's Akiha Tono. Who, who is Akiha Tono, you might ask? It's another Melty character. September 30th on sale. Can you go back to like, I think it was like 20 second mark, 25 seconds. 25 seconds? It's about or so. Year. She, she did a basic. Yeah. Here it is. That, that, oh, that looks so nasty. Oh, you mean the block? Okay. Here, hold yeah. on. Let's look at it again. The cross-up. Yeah. I am personally disgusted. That is an absolute grab. She she looks a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I agree. No, I'm going to grab as well. Just because I'm not a Melty Blood person. I haven't played the older Melty Bloods. But even I know the Turkle of Doom when I see it. The red circle, I've seen it before from watching Melty just bypassing. So the fact that that's back, big ups. Grab from me. Let's see, we got some grabs in the chat from Blue. We got, well, actually, Blue went with a command grab. That's a lot of, it's uh, <laughs> a lot of commitment there. Uh, Kwanzai is grabbing. Q-Ball is grabbing. Uh, who's that? Muckmaster is blocking. And HK Solonero is a grabbing. So overall grabs all around with one block. One block. One countercultural person in our chat. We love to see it'll it. Never be, it will never be unanimous. It will never be unanimous? Oh, there we go. Burger and Gyros is blocking as well for a generic costume. Uh, big ups. All right. What are you going to say, Steve? Uh, I'm preparing myself for this next one. Okay. I'm preparing. All right. We all ready? I think so. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, she's back. It's Athena. Hey. There it is. Damn, and she's got the spirit bomb? That's the same super that uh, uh, Oro has in Street Fighter V. That's crazy. Sorry for the ticker there, but super heroine. So, Athena's back. I'm, I'm not even waiting. I'm grabbing. I'm a cycle ball stan, 
if you will. Am I speaking the language of the hip young people yet? I'm a fan of the Psycho Paul. Steve? Well, here is my in-depth Psycho Ball <laughs> thoughts on a th- Psycho Ball. Like, oh, I am not looking forward to going to locals and and just hearing the Athena mirrors. I just, no, no. It's going to give me nightmares. The character is great in every aspect except hearing that psycho ball. That's the best part. Block. I am offended. Armor. I am offended. Uh... All right, so Steve's blocking. I'm grabbing because uh, Steve is wrong. Who else? Blue is grabbing. Crimson is grabbing. Q-Ball is blocking because even though he'll probably play her in 15, he'd like to see someone come to the game that wasn't in 14. Uh, Ryo Ayanami says, I guess I'll grab. Uh, and then Blue says, Psycho Ball. No, so, oh, Blue, and- why? Why, Blue? <laughs> and we got Solonero blocking, and we got uh, Muckmaster grabbing. And... I'm wondering, okay, I only saw one Psycho Ball in the chat. We're going to have to talk. Uh, We're going to have to talk about that in the future chat. Not enough Psycho Balls in there. But with all that said. Too many Psycho Balls. With all that said, that's going to do it for this version of Block Grab. So as always, we're going to play the thing again because we're going out of Block Grab. So that has been Block Grab. I forgot to reset the thing. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> We're getting there. It's a lot of changes. It's a lot of changes. Uh, before we get into our final topic of the night, uh, that we have 15 seconds, or sorry, 15 minutes. Well, that would have been bad. We have 15 minutes to discuss. Uh, let's, bring up, let's bring up a couple of things that also happened this week that we couldn't quite fit on our show, uh, but we still want to make room for it. So we're going to f- do it now. Uh, Smash Ultimate Summit 3 was announced, Steve. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about Smash, because we had a couple big news stories come out. Uh, Smash, uh, Smash Ultimate Summit 3, uh, if I can string those words together properly, uh, was announced. Uh, that is, of course, the, the in-person 16-person invitational uh, takes place in the Summit House. They do a lot of fun and games. Uh, and then the last day is that big uh, high-stakes sing- uh, uh, tournament. Uh, they did announce that the first car- or the first players, excuse me, who were going to be invited, uh, Buzz, Ken, Meister, Mars, MK Leo. Tweak and Zach Ray were all extended invitations, uh, as well as Dark Wizzy and Spargo. These are players who won qualifiers earlier uh, before the Smash Summit was postponed originally. There will be one more qualifier, uh, and that will be determined later this month at Mega Smash Monday number 240. Not 239, not 241. Mm. Don't do it. If you come to 239, you're too early. Go to 241, you've missed it. It's got to be 240. Uh, and then, as always, for any of these Smash, uh, these Summit events, uh, there will be six players who get in via a public vote. Uh, you can vote on Smash.gg. Uh, if you complete sponsor quests, follow them on Twitter, you get more votes. Uh and the process uh, nominations just went live today. Uh, this year, you can only nominate players from North America, so U.S., Mexico, and Canada, due to uh, limitations on international travel due to this little thing called COVID. You might yeah. not have heard of it. Um, so uh, nominations live now, and then uh, Friday, Voting will begin, uh, and they will narrow those nominees down to six who get in to the summit itself. For sure. And, you know, Steve, we, you know, you just talked about COVID. I know Austin is just hitting the threshold for uh, stage five again. So thanks, Austin. 
that was a sarcastic clap for those of you that don't know. Uh, along with this sad news, or along with the happy news, we still have some sad news uh, along you know, with the whole pandemic thing, Steve, don't we? We do. Uh, the big house for the second year in a row has had to cancel due to COVID. Um, this is one of the biggest smash events of the year. Uh, running out of Michigan uh, by the U, the UM Smash crew, uh, they took to Twitter to state that quote: "The Big House event will unfortunately not happen in person in 2021." In February, we were forced to either commit to or relinquish our venue due to the lead time required by large-scale convention centers. With the health and well-being of our community in mind, it was too early to commit to a date with the uncertain trajectory of COVID-19 and vaccinations at that time. Because of this, we've canceled tentative plans for 2021. Thank you for your incredible support during the circumstances of this past year. The Big House staff appreciates the community so much. We hope you, you continue to follow us and the other amazing events happening in the meantime and to see you here again in 2022, end quote. Now, remember, this was an event that not only had an online, their offline event canceled due to COVID, but they tried to run an online event uh, that utilized Slippy, a, uh, a way to play Melee online, and that was hit with a cease and desist order from Nintendo. So... Obviously, they, they left the door open for some sort of online event, but we don't know what, if any, shape that will take. Uh, but it is unfortunate, and you know, like you said, we're, we're seeing rises in certain areas across the country. We may be seeing more of these, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah, uh, I think it's... What was it? It was like... I know Texas and Florida seem to be in a pretty bad state as far as this COVID or the Delta variant is concerned. I know there are other places that due to politicizing of a health issue are also becoming like epidemic centers for this epidemic. I have so many thoughts on here that I am going to keep to myself because mm -hmm. this is a fighting game show. We've only got eight minutes. And we need to talk about this. The last can I, topic can of I the night. Go for it. Can I mention one thing about uh, the Street Fighter update because I forgot to mention it while we were talking about it? Go for it. Uh, they did announce a more info on the upcoming season of Street Fighter League. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's if you'll remember... Yeah, if you'll remember, uh, it ran in the U.S. and Japan. Uh, we just almost wrapped up the third season uh, because that that finale did not take place. Uh, that was one of the other events uh, postponed due to COVID. We did get a little clarification on that. Uh, so that finale will take place in September between... Uh, Alpha 3 and Nasser Esports. Uh, and then the month after that, in October, uh, the 2021 U.S. League begins. Uh, they did announce the six teams that will take place. Uh, Nasser and UYU will return. Uh, they will be joined by Bandits, Giants, Nordavind, and PG. Wow. So you're looking at six actual esports teams now as opposed to you know a handful of esports teams and a mix of uh, and some uh, community made teams I guess I don't know how to describe them uh, they also announced that the Japanese league is starting up again for 2021 uh, there will be qualifying and scouting events that start later this month uh, there will be a live draft where the the captains get to pick which players are going to be on their team. And then that, like the U.S. League, will begin regular play in October. 
For sure. I think it's very interesting that in the North America, U.S. portion of this, they're emphasizing already established esports teams. And in the Japanese version of Street Fighter League, they're emphasizing the community, right? Like with all these like scouting events, right? Where they're, I think they're going to have an event where a bunch of people can sign up. And then these drafts where people can get picked. I think uh, it, it's a very different emphasis. It, it was a different emphasis. Remember, you had uh, back in season one in the U.S. League, you had mm-hmm. uh, a pro player and then an, an amateur. Or I, I forget exactly how, how that or, or no community voted mm-hmm. uh, players who got in. Yep. Um, yeah. So remember the Mezzi Arturo scandal. <laughs> Uh, what comes after three, five, five. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it, it seems like the U S league it's, it's, it's gotten more into, uh, a purely competitive format, uh, in the, in these last couple seasons, especially, but it does feel like the, the North American league has been more of a treated more like a team event, a team battle, whereas the Japanese league is, treated more as like almost a a league mm-hmm. for lack of a better term yeah yeah um, i mean you know like i said and, i and think there's nothing wrong yeah there's nothing wrong with either format no uh, it's uh, just a matter of what you like yeah and i i do think it's very interesting that you know on one side open brackets scouting tournaments live drafts on the other side who's a professional right and like you said past Japan SFLs have been... I, I think they're just trying the formats that they have already tried in Japan on a different section to see how it goes. And I you know, I can't wait to see what comes out of it. Now, Steve, we have five minutes. Let's go ahead and cover this last topic because I think it's one of those things where we both agree on this and there's not going to be a lot of discussion. So, Steve, why don't you tee this up for us? Well, this is... Yeah, I, I, I don't want to talk so much about the specifics of this um, because uh, if you'll note if you uh, were on Twitter a couple days ago guilty Gear strive was trending and you know oh it's a relatively new game uh, it's not a surprise the reason it was trending was because one player gave their thoughts on the current state of strive and everybody had strong opinions on it uh so sonic fox tweeted out uh earlier this week quote gonna keep it a stack but i have zero motivation to play strive lately haven't been enjoying the game as much as i hope to end quote and that set off a cavalcade of responses people who were uh super in favor of the game who still who love it people who don't love it as much as they thought they would. People who've never loved it. Um, I, I, I don't care so much about the opinion, but what kind of jumped out to me is this idea that so many people want to declare a game dead instantly. Either that, Either it's the top game or it's dead. For me, I I feel like that is just not, it's not sensible, you know, and and maybe I'm, you know, I'm on Twitter, so maybe I should know that you shouldn't expect sensible on social media all the time, but, you know, that, you know, every game is going to have people who like it, every game is going to have people who dislike it, um, what's interesting to me is I feel like this can sort of color and sort of influence how the game gets updated because it is so easy to see any sort of opinion on what people think is wrong with the game as opposed to you know 10 years ago eight years ago um so i i i I know we're not going to have as much time to to talk about this as we like because it's already 729 but uh what were your thoughts on this whole situation well it's simple sonic doesn't like the or isn't as drawn to the game as they hoped they would be very reasonable thing to say right it's an opinion but i think what bothers me is the fact that and you know 
it's like you were saying, you know, you can't find sensible on social media where they tweet out this opinion and all of a sudden everybody like it turns into like this sports team rivalry battle with the yeses and the noes, right? And it's it it's so it's gotten to the point where it's not even about the video game anymore. <laughs> like it's just about people who like agree or disagree and it just goes into like all of these weird places all because one person said hey this is what i think which is what social media is for uh i think it's it's one of those things where i think people take the word of someone who is a top player to be like life or death in a way which i mean if you usually agree with someone's opinions and they tweet out an opinion, sure, go agree with it. But if it's one of those things where you see someone who is, oh, this person is the best at this game, they don't like it, that means the game is bad. It's like, what like, what kind of conclusion is that to be reached, you know? At the end of the I, day, it's I, like, if you're playing something and you don't, sorry, I keep cutting you off, but if you're playing something okay. and that you're not enjoying, you're wasting your time. I mean, granted, different situation with Sonic Fox since they are a professional video gamer. Uh... And they're sponsored and they have to play tournaments. That's perfectly fine. That's the life they chose. Uh, and same thing with Punk. Uh, granted, I think Punk's situation was a little bit different because the interviewer specifically asked for his opinion and he gave his opinion, right? Uh, but it's one of those things where it just, the echo chamber of social media, like one person says something and everybody's like, yeah, I agree with it. And then somebody else is like, yeah, I agree with it. And people just get like more and more hyped up about it. When it all it is is just like one opinion and it doesn't really like it shouldn't I feel like it is it a valid opinion? Absolutely. I don't think it should like be the make or break of a game though. I think you know, with some people it, it might come off as, you know, parroting. But if you if you're not a fan of something, you know, there's always that that subsection of people will tell you, oh, it's because you you suck at the game or, oh, it's because you're not giving it a chance. If you And when they see someone who has played a lot, who is very good at the game, say, hey, I'm not really liking it, a lot of people can feel free to say, hey, that validates my opinion. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I, I shouldn't have a problem feeling this way because that person who is a top player whose opinion does have influence feels that way. Yep. Yeah, I just think it turns into this weird war where it shouldn't need to. You know, and I think that's just the product of social media, which is very unfortunate. Anyway, did you guys know that you can tweet at us at best of five at best of V show on Twitter? Yeah. And, and and we will read them. And we want you to tweet at us, especially this week. Uh, give us your thoughts on, on the look, you know, what you like, what you don't like. Uh, it will make or break trying... the show. It will it, make or break the show. <laughs> it will make or break me, yep. personally. No, um, we're, we want to we do things a little differently. We want to bring you as best as good of a show as we possibly can. Um, so let us know what you like, what you don't like. Uh, we'll, we'll look at all of the, uh, suggestions you have. We might not take up everyone, but you know, we'll, we'll at least talk about it. And next week we'll be hopefully a little better. Yep. And also let us know what you think of the best of five summer update. Uh, unfortunately we are not a big company like Capcom is, so we don't have the dedicated time to come up with a survey that you can fill out like you can with the street fighter 5 updates however much like steve said feel free to give us a comment leave us a comment on the tweeters if you're watching this on youtube feel free to leave us a comment here on the youtubes if you are alive and you can hear these words go join us on the discord we're going to be much more active on discord from here on out uh it's going to be lots of fun. Uh, I was t- I, I haven't spoken to you, Steve, but I do want to do the whole thing where we watch tournaments together. We did that once, and it was super fun, and then we never did it again. So we need to bring that back. Uh, well, we've got a couple tournaments coming up in the next couple weeks that uh, that might work out. Uh, so 
Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. Yeah. So please join us on the Discord. Join us on the socials. Uh, we're we're revamping the show to hopefully make it a better experience for you and for everyone. With all that said, Steve. Now I I feel like I need to explain this because I feel like the newer generation of people in the FGC, and I say this as someone who is an O thirteener, uh, don't know the meme, but back in the day. Ballroom streams with Team Spooky. He would always play the Rikio thing called your, where he would say, he would punch a hole in the wall and say, you're all free now. Right? So that's why that's titled, you're all free now. So with all that said, that's the end of best of five. You're all free now. I can beat every single one of you in a fighting game. Don't at me. I've been Elon. This is Steve. I pointed in the wrong direction. Follow him at, at AceKingOfSujuric on the Twitters. We'll be back for you next week with more of new best of five stuff. Steve, any last words? Just two. Good night, Canada.